Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Happy 4th of July weekend, and welcome to episode 39. I can't remember that in Spanish. Everybody know that? Anybody know that off the top of their head? Frontenac. That's that's German. That's French. That's French. That's exactly what I said. Oh, well. It's 29. I don't know. It's probably 78, but whatever. So how you guys doing? Mason Merritt here, Josh Needle, Cody Redfield joining me. What's up, guys? Hey, everybody. What's up? Are you guys going to be sure not to Jason Pierre Paul yourself this weekend, or do you guys get that reference? I no, I do not. I have no idea what you said. It's the football player who like blew his fingers off because he was messing uh, around with fireworks when he, when he shouldn't. Is that, is that what the Family Guy joke is based on? Yes. Okay. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I think, let's see. Well, all of his hands are messed up. Like His thumb has a big piece taken out of it. He doesn't have an index finger or a middle finger. And then his ring finger and pinky are both stubs. But since he's a football player, they're like like knives so. pretty much. So Ooh. he wears a club when he plays football, so it actually works okay. But yeah, be careful out there this fourth of July. You don't want to end up like uh like a multi million dollar winning earning football player, that's for sure. Hmm. Something tells me he'll be okay. But <laughs> anyways, uh so yeah, fun episode today. We were talking to which our first uh, repeat director on the show, Steven Spielberg, so more than happy to accommodate him. Uh, we talked Bridge of Spies a few months ago. That was actually, remember Bridge of Spies, that episode? Mm-hmm. We had just gotten our second Star Wars trailer. How about that? Oh, wow. Yep. That was been a while. The days when we didn't hadn't seen Star Wars Episode Seven. So the first post Star Wars Spielberg. The Dark Ages, if you would. <laughs> really? Is it? Is that still weird to you guys that you've seen Star Wars? Yes, it is. It's great. Like we're waiting for. I don't know. The world was sort of waiting for two years, but Josh, I'm assuming you were waiting for like. I was waiting for my life. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that's just. I still think about that. It's like, wow, we saw Star Wars. That's crazy. <laughs> but. uh... No Star Wars news on this episode. Oh, no, wait, we do have some Star Wars news, so we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, let's start off with talking about some trailers. So, Josh, why don't you start us off? What is the first trailer under discussion today? All right, we'll start off with the uh, least exciting one. Uh, you guys see the trailer for Troll? Unfortunately. Disclosure, I didn't watch the other two, Josh. I'm sorry. I know you asked me to, but I don't want to watch them. Especially the one for Morgan. Why? Because I want to see that movie with very well, little information. Okay, that, that, that's a good reason. Got I'm him. very excited for it. That's a good reason. Um, yeah, Cody brought up before the show, it's like, you of all people should be like, eh, we don't well, need to talk about trailers, but, you know. Well, that, that, oh, well I'll get to that in a bit. But uh, Trolls. Awful. Looks yeah. garbage. Yeah, it looks... It looks that's I, the most... It's, it's the most DreamWorks movie to ever be made. <laughs> DreamWorks. Like, fuck DreamWorks. They're the worst. No, they, just, make, they make good stuff. I know, but just comparatively... They're the bastard child. I, animation. I, don't know. I mean, in the last few years, they've been pretty on par, if not better than Pixar. Okay, I'm going to look this up. You vent for a second. Talk about okay. trolls. Talk about how garbage it was. Oh, oh, wow. was oh. oh. Ooh, what was that? <laughs> that was a garbage, everybody. We're human. Overcome Weird. By a demon or garbage? <laughs> Whoa. Valak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. We'll yeah, talk. Trolls, trolls. I mean, I, I thought it was whatever. It looks like a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so you said that they're like on par with Pixar. Let's right go through now. their last few movies, starting in 2013. I go, I go back to like 2010, like post Toy Story 3. Okay, fine. 
So we got How to Train Your Dragon, which I've heard I still need to check out. So it's phen- it's phenomenal. That one. Shrek Forever After, who could forget? I thought it was really good. Mega Mind, which I actually thought was okay. Kung Fu Panda 2, Puss in Boots, Madagascar 3, Rise of the Guardians, The Croods, Turbo, Have I Lost It Yet? Mr. Those... Peabody and Sherman, How to Dragon to Dragon 2, Penguins of Madagascar, Home. Home. Home, Josh. Every single Home. one of the every single one of those up to Penguins up before Penguins of Madagascar is better than every Pixar movie before Inside Out. From before uh between Toy Story 3 and Inside Out. False. Not false. <laughs> <laughs> I started drew that out because I was trying to remember what came out when. Okay, so you're saying it's better. It's better than Brave, which is not hard. Okay, uh, Cars 2, fine. And better than Cars 2. And better then, than Monsters University. Yeah. But then Inside Out's getting out. Yeah, I know. It said before Inside Out. Okay. Well, that's then you're picking two. You're basically saying it's better than two of the worst movies ever. Or three. One, two, three. Well, I don't know. Jury's out. Jury's out on Monsters University. I'll be the judge of that. It's fine. I haven't seen it. (laughs) But will it be better than Cars 3? That's the question. Oh, that's the real question. That's the an uphill battle, as one would say. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know. Just I don't give a shit about trolls. Well, no one does. Nobody asks. The only the only reason trolls are notable is because they pretty much launched Jimmy Fallon's career. Like he got a he got a troll doll at his gr- high school graduation, and he just started making fun of it, and then he started to stand up very shortly after. So, thanks trolls for one thing ever. It's not even that great of a thing. It's really not. It's just they're ugly. They're creepy it's looking. It's just a guy that can't even keep straight in a skit. Jimmy Man. Fallon is really shitty. Oh, oh you're still on Jimmy Fallon. Oh. Yeah. The one part of the trailer that was like funny, but unintentionally funny, is where it like cut to a montage of like all the actors in it. And it was like it was like one, two, three, and it was like all these different actors, and it's just really like okay, that's that's what type of music movie this is, or music video if you want. But Ooh. yeah, the only the only good thing that's gonna come from this is Justin Timberlake's song that he's got the stop the feeling. <laughs> this is the that's a good album song. And the chipmunks of this this generation, pretty much. But with such with such notable actors as Russell Brand. And Gwen Stefani, and Christopher Mins Plas, and okay, Quavonjane Wallace. Oh, there she is. She showed back up again. Good for her. Who, who is that? The girl who, the nine-year-old girl who was nominated for an Oscar because reasons. In what movie? Uh, Beast of the Beast of No Nation. No, Beast of the <laughs> Southern Wild. Yeah. I don't. I've never even seen that. Yeah, it's you don't need to. It's fine. Sounds uh, dumb. Yeah, trolls. Meh. All right. Like, but I, I'm especially offended by this because we've had some good animation this year, like really good animation, and I just and uh, so then we just have to see this schlock. It's like, come on, guys, at least make it consistent. So, I, I guess Norm of the North is definitely the best of the animation this year, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that movie is. <laughs> it was a shitty garbage movie that everybody hated. <laughs> is that is that a real movie? Yes, it's a real movie. What's it about? It's about a polar bear. God. Is it like, is it like an Al Gore kind of polar bear movie, where it's like inconvenient truth style? I, I, like, I don't polar. know. Just, just this we, man polar bear pig. Go watch the trailer for it. It's just it looks terrible. Yeah, and it's, it has like a, it has like a, a negative rating on Rotten Tomatoes, like below zero. Do they do blackface? <laughs> 
Your silence is a yes to me. All right, let's yes. move on. Next trailer. Okay. Okay. Next trailer is uh, do uh, the trailer for Morgan. Um, obviously, Cody didn't watch it. So, but Mason, you watched it, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I, I didn't want to watch it. I was actually kind of forced to watch it because it was it showed in the theater before it was released online. But you know, I'm not gonna. I could. I didn't know what it was until halfway through. But yeah, I watched it. It sort of reminds me if somebody did a bender and watched Ex Machina in 10 Cloverfield <laughs> Lane, just like on repeat for 24 hours, and like, I have a great idea for a movie. And they just like, let's make Morgan. Just said not, not that that's a bad thing. Ever, so I yeah. don't know what you're, uh... No, not that that's a bad thing. It's just they're, it's a little derivative because, like, I, I got a huge Ex Machina vibe from this thing, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, same here. If it's good, then it's good. I mean, that's. It's, it's not like that's a bad movie, so I'm I'm down with it. Anya Taylor Joy from uh from The Vitch, she's back. Ooh. She's got in her first post role, and I swear I do not know about this. I'm just looking at it right now. Guess who is in the cast? Uh, you guys are not gonna know their name. You're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna recognize them, but I will. Kate Mara. Nope. Connor Mullen. Who the fuck is that? The son <laughs> of Larry Mullen Jr., the drummer of U2. Boom. Episode. Whoa. Yeah. He was, do you guys remember the Songs of Innocence cover where it's like this guy's shirtless and the guy's holding him? I don't know. Look up the Songs of Innocence cover. He's the guy without the shirt on. So there you go. Oh. Um. <laughs> yeah. Little Mullen Jr. So I'm actually, I'm going to check this out now. That's cool. And directed by Luke Scott, one of the sons of Ridley Scott. So that's, you know, good genes, I guess. Sons of Scott. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a cool movie. That's a great title for a movie, Sons of Scott. The sons of Scott. <laughs> it's like, about oh. a directing family. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this. I don't know. That's uh, cool. I, 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 I wanted to just stick to the teaser, cause, but I didn't think this gave that much away. Um, See, but it's coming out the same week that The Light Between Oceans with Fassbender and Vikander. So. Well, I, I, care, I care way more about this. So, but, but Let's put it to a vote. The Light Between Oceans. The first show. Light Between Oceans. Let's both. Double episode, baby. Yeah, I think so. That would be a fun one. Cool. If it's good. If it, yeah. you know, we'll see. Uh, Josh should be the guinea pig on that one. So, uh, <laughs> final trailer. Let's Actually, Josh, what did you think of it? Uh, yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, it just looks it's sci-fi horror kind of mm-hmm. uh, probably b- a better one than Alien. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill Wait, you. What did you just say? He said it was I'd a better say... Alien. That that's impossible. No. Alien is the best movie ever made. I don't know what you're uh, saying. It's it's good. It's um, not that movie's not gonna be nearly as good as Alien. Yeah, no. but I'm I'm way more excited to see that than ever watch Alien again. Why? Aliens. Yeah, there's no I li- cat. I like it. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. It just it looks like a really good sci-fi horror thing. Um, and that's my thing. So I'm I'm excited. But you don't like Alien. I don't understand you. I, I do really like don't. Alien. You you are the most you are the most convoluted person ever. It's like I, I look. Like- my name's Josh. Star was my favorite thing. What was your favorite movie last year? Room. What do you like more, BB-8 or, or Dory? Dory. What do you do? You like Alien or do you like want to see Morgan more? Morgan. It's like come you're on, man. straight up the ending of Interstellar. That Wait a second. Did. Are you? Do you have multiple personalities? I'm actually Hitler. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, you took it into an interesting place. But how are you? <laughs> but I'm glad it went. You got there. married on my birthday. How was that? <laughs> How'd the cyanide taste? Well, no, wait. Well, did you shoot yourself or was it cyanide? I can't remember. Both. It was both. Okay. But no, Josh, you just you drive me crazy, man. 
It's like you. Well, I, I look well, for low not, consistency in you, and you just. I don't. I don't just d- d- go towards whatever is in my favorite wheelhouse okay. automatically. No, no. But here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying is, it's math. Start like so. Sci-fi plus horror plus space equals something Josh would like. In the same way. Yeah, that, but if it's well, if it's not as well done as I think it could or should be, <sighs> I'm not just gonna go give it the automatic win. That's weird. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying you have to just be like, "Oh, this is great" because it fits all things. But it just—it's baffling to me that it's not something that you love. I just—that's the part I. Don't I want to love it. I've watched it twice, and I'm dying to love this movie. I love Aliens, the sequel. All you got to yeah. do is open yourself up. I think, I think that's a better movie. Ooh, but listen to your heart. You're hurting me. This is hurting me physically really and emotionally. <laughs> Fucking, that's just. Oh my god. But it's the same thing. It's like I don't really like. I don't love Ridley Scott. Period. So that's that. I mean, I don't love. Well, who does? Any of his movies. I mean, he's many people do. I I think he's. I love. I love the guy. But I even know like Black Hawk Down is garbage. Black Hawk Down's so bad. What's so bad about it? Because there's like twenty thousand characters, and it just they you get to know zero of them, and it's just I don't know. That's the movies always rub me the wrong way. It was like I'm a post. It. it was like a. Oh, was it like a? It was like around the nine eleven time where just movies set out to make Middle Eastern people uh, look like American savages. Propaganda, yeah, that's yeah. Fair. It just it rubs me the wrong the wrong way, just like American Sniper did. Those are very similar movies to me. But anyways, that's a fair point. Um, yeah, where were we? Yeah, we were talking about Morgan. Yeah. Anyway, I think it looks great. I'm excited to see it, and I'll, I will. I maybe I'll watch Alien again one day. You need to watch it every day until you love Tomorrow. it. Tomorrow, like that scene in Clock in uh Clock oh, Clockwork Orange. Orange. That's gonna be you. <laughs> No, please not Beethoven. <laughs> Such a great. Movie. All right. Um, and then the final trailer we got is starring the oh, God. person on Earth, oh. Miles Teller. Why did um, you leave this one last? This is so bad. It looks what terrible. What are you talking about? This looks fantastic. It looks horrible. You're just saying that because you don't like Miles Teller. I'm saying that because Miles Teller is the worst person in the world. Jesus. Can confirm. And also, like, I didn't. So, I caught a little bit of Creed the other day. Yeah, and I still like that movie quite a bit. I think That's it's movie. for for what it is. I think it's done as well as it possibly could be, but for what it is, it is a sports movie. So, so I just whenever I go into a sports movie or watch a sports movie, unless unless they're doing something really different, where like in the case of there's this movie called Sugar. Have either of you guys heard of it? No. Nope. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's about this. It's basically about this baseball player who comes to America. And he's because, you know, like in in Major League Baseball, they sign 17 year old kids to contracts and they send them to like Wichita, Kansas to play baseball. And it's like it's a very kind of culture shock and like adaptation kind of a thing. It's very it's not, it's about baseball, but it's not about baseball. But when I see those kind of sports movies, like that's great. Sweet. Cool. We're using sports as backdrop to tell a different story. This one is just I just I watched this. And I was like, OK, it's it looks like it's well made, but it's your average overcoming something sports movie where at the end of the at the end of the movie he's gonna win the fight or he's gonna do this or he's gonna do that like it, it looks like a it looks like a b-rate warrior where warrior is a million times better just because that's done because the the characters are just so good this one just looks terrible this is what i was talking about a couple weeks ago when we were talking about execution versus concept mm-hmm. whereas you know like but yeah. like where's the dramatic tension when you like it's the in movie. the movie it's in the movie but the movie kind of tells you exactly what it's going to do. It's like, here's the accident, here's... Yeah, but it's about the execution. Him fighting back. I know. You can't see the execution until you see the movie. Yeah, execution's great. I mean, I assume the execution's going to be there, but this, I just... 
granted, they maybe they have some more surprises, but the story just looks so boring. Like Southpaw, that story I hate. I did not like that movie because the story just hit every single beat. It, and, I, and I'm the and I'm the opposite because I loved it because I thought the execution was great, even if the story was beat by beat. And I didn't see it. Like okay, but I'm much I'm much more. I, I I want I know I know that stories are told like there's a lot there's not there's a limited amount of stories there's like there's that old saying there's se- you can tell seven stories like man versus that, there's forty eight scenarios this. that can be told if I remember correctly yeah like yeah so it's a limited pool but the movies that make that the movies that annoy me by the like lackluster story the ones that just don't try anything different like Warrior tried something different it's like yeah here's the story that's it's a tournament it's a fight you got to win the fight fine. But when they throw in all that kind of other f- familial drama and the great performances and great characters, then I'm like, okay, I know this story's a little like alcoholic dad, you know, trouble past, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's basic, but the characters and everything, they make it so much better. This one, it's just, from from what I saw in the trailer, it's just looks, it looks beat by beat and yeah, it's, it's well executed. But I mean, at this point, what, what boxing movies aren't going to be well executed? Because they've all been done to death. Rocky's five. Well, it's the '90s. It's it's the '90s. There's that you get a mulligan for being the '90s, but I I get I get why this is going to appeal to people. I do like like just like Southpaw did, but I just I have no interest in seeing this. It looks just no. un. The only reason I would want to see this is to see Miles Teller get just destroyed. Get the shit out of him, yeah. Because he's just That'd be funny in the movie. He just comes off as the cockiest and movie. I mean, he does life. get hit by a car. Good. So. Add another. Just like the just. Suffer. I don't care. I hate. I don't know. I'm not interested in this. But Cody, would you? What, I are didn't you interested? Watch in, it, remember? Yeah, but are uh, you interested in the boxing movie with Miles Teller? Is that something that? Sure. Why not? Okay. I'm taking that as a win. So it's two versus one. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just saying we get a lot of boxing movies, and uh, I mean we get average you know, the, like the maybe one every year or so. Well, we got two last year. And then we're getting this, and we have right. Anza Stone coming out, which is another like Edgar Ramirez kind of thing. I'm just done with boxing movies. They're just Creed was Creed was great. Creed was fine. How about a mixed martial arts? Movie? Yeah, like boxing movies. There's just there's not. Where's the where's the creativeness come in? Where's the creativity? It's just you know, how much can you torture your main character? That's what that's what they're coming down to. It's like, what's the worst thing that you like? How how badly can we mess this guy up? Before? So he can, of course, rise back up in the third act like they always do. There's just nothing interesting there. It's like Avatar, just not. You're not adding enough. I'm fine with a. I'm fine with a ho hum typical story if you add something to it. And they just didn't, from what I've seen. Well, okay. Also, I hate Miles Teller. So if this is if this is like Dave Franco, I'd be like, ah, it looks fine. But Miles Teller is just the worst person in the world. So I do not want him to be you, an actor. You said you said you don't hate him as an an actor, just a person. Well, th- in this case, he's acting much like his real character, like in the <laughs> beginning where he shows up in the speedo. Check this out, and he's like in a speedo or whatever. It's like, get out, just stop. He's got another movie coming out with um, is it uh, Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill? Oh yeah, yeah um, that looks that great. looks pretty good. I want to see that. That looks fantastic. That looks like that looks that looks bad. I think. No, I think. I mean, it looks just like The Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Looks, it'll probably be better. Oof. Get out. Get out. Look, that, that, that movie, no, it reminded me of uh, Lord of War. I could never really get into that movie, so I'm kind of, eh, I'm iffy on it. But maybe it'll be fine. Jonah Hill's the best, so 
but the ten- it's the director of the Hangover. So eh. also the director of the Hangover Two and Hangover Three. So well, I liked three. <laughs> three. I liked Hangover Two better than I liked Hangover Three. Oh God, why? Savage. Hangover Three was just garbage. No, Two was garbage. They just did the same thing, and it was boring. Weird, just like uh. Yeah, weird. Just, just like no, it's like this. Just well, like. Huh, interesting. Just like it's different when it's a rehash of the exact same story before it, rather in a same in the franchise. Just like Bleed for this. That's I might just see that movie just so I, I just can like destroy uh. it at some point in the year because I just Aaron. What is Aaron Eckhart doing? What is his life become? He looks amazing in this. He. What do you watch? What trailer did you watch? He looks great. He's completely unrecognizable. Yeah, because well, only because he shaved part of his head. He gave he himself a... looks like he has makeup on too. Well, Did he give himself the the Brad Pitt and Fury haircut? No, he'd like shaved off the the like front a front circle, so it looks like he's balding, but he's actually not. It looks oh. he looks like a baby. He looks like a Woody Harrelson. It's weird. <laughs> he looks amazing in this. He looks so bad. Oh my god, this is gonna be a horrible movie. I can guarantee that. It's gonna be the best movie of the year. Oh, it's not. Wow. It is not. I will yeah. guarantee you. Just the, the opinions off of a trailer that are so... <laughs> it's so bad. Cody, this just, is... I might actually wow. say, I think you should... I think you should watch this just so you can split the difference. I will watch it sometime. I'll get back to you next week. Okay, because I... I just, one of us has got to be crazy, so I just want to know which one it is. But <laughs> it has to be going against the, the common thing, so we'll see who it is. But, uh, Josh, what's what's next in the news? All right, so moving away from trailers that people can't judge. Stop. <laughs> it's a trail. Sell me the movie. That's what they're trying to do. Just sell me the movie, and you're selling me a really bad movie. That's we'll okay. see. We'll see. Okay, so we're going to jump over to Happy World, a.k.a. Star Wars World. Oh, thank you. Um, Goodness. Rogue One, we covered a bunch of stuff from EW last week. Now we're going to finish off with a couple other things that came out. Uh, the first thing is the character that Forth Whitaker was playing. We said he was, he was supposed Thanks. to be a... Uh, Mace Windu. A character that uh, Star Wars completists would know. Now we know who he is. Mace Windu. He's, he's not Mace Windu. And he's he Mace is playing, Windu. No, he's Junior. not. Mace Windu is dead. Uh, and he's gonna no, stay he's dead. not. He's going to stay dead. I don't care what Sam Jackson says. He's going to stay George dead forever. George Lucas also said it. I, I, George Lucas no longer works at the company, so he does. It, he's what he says dead. does not matter why, right now. Why do you want him to be dead so bad? <laughs> because I hate Mace Windu. He's so boring. Why? Oh, but he's God. black, and he's got a purple lightsaber. And he's black. Nobody, know, nobody knows the secret of the purple light. Yeah, nobody knows have, why I have it. We have Finn now. We're fine. Um, he's playing... Force Whitaker is going to be playing a character called Saw Gerrera, who was in season five of The Clone Wars. No, a season that nobody watched. Yeah. This is the best season of the show. Is that the one where Netflix took over, or was that the sixth season? That was the sixth... No, those, so, no, Netflix never took over it. They just distributed it. My question is... Is this does this have any implications on the movie or is it just fan service? Which which by the way I'm fine with. It's just for people like me. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um like he didn't but, die or anything? No. no. No, he's alive. Okay, fine. That's cool. That's good. That's that's the kind of stuff that they I like that they do. It's like they 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 give you fan service without taking away from the movie. So, yeah. good for them. Yeah. Um, Saw Guerrero, he said? Yeah, Saw Guerrero. He was he was uh partially trained by obi-wan and anakin um is he a jedi no he's not a jedi he's uh, i don't remember what the way he's he is just he's, a guy he i don't remember I, tr- I think no he's not a force user um i'm trying to remember i haven't seen the show in a while but 
Uh, he's really he's badass, and he's a kind of a dark, good character. If you get what I'm saying? Like he's very anti everything, but he does things for the like for the good cause. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he was cool. I'm really excited to see him pop up in live action now. Maybe we'll get other characters from the animation in live action. Ahsoka, please. Um, but you know, how do you spell that? ASA. I'm looking what? these people up. <laughs> Ahsoka is an Indian emperor of the Maurya dynasty. All the Indian <laughs> subcontinent. That's who we want. That's who we want. No, it's a A S H O K A. Oh, the the weird hat lady. No, oh my God. Is that a hat? No, it's not a hat. Are you sure? That's Her head species. tentacles. You, She's that, a Twi'lek, you fucking nerd. That's a hat. Come on. That is such a hat. Oh my God. That's so. Let's see. Okay. She's even got a headband. Why is she wearing a hat like that? Well, at least she's a Syracuse Orange fan. That's good. What the fuck are you talking about? Her skin's orange. Oh, my God. <sighs> I don't even know what's happening right now. I'm okay. pretty sure that's a hat. I'm pretty not sure. A, it's not it's, a hat. I can tell you it's not a hat. Do you remember that guy from um, Return of the Jedi? It's Jabba's dude. It's the guy who opens the door for Jabba, basically. and gets mind-tricked by... Uh, Luke, in the very beginning of Return of the Jedi. Uh, I think so. It's Bib Fortuna. It's the same uh, species as he is. Bib Fortuna. Oh! Well, that's not a hat. No, so... Because it's, it's like, same. connected to his head. Like, it's a tail. So is hers. Oh, that's weird. Man, that guy's creepy. But I also that relate. Ugly. <laughs> Is that thing edible? Like, if he gets hungry, can he... <laughs> cool. That's uh, I'm. That should be. That should be cool. What's next, Josh? All right. Uh, sticking with Star Wars quickly. Um, we found out Vader's coming back, and now it's official that James Earl Jones is also coming back to do the voice. That's so good. I was. Yes. I'm kind of bummed that they didn't get the chocolate rain guy, but. <laughs> if only you knew the power, chocolate rain. <laughs> Oh, God. Remember him? <laughs> Sorry. Baby porno die was all the bang. Chocolate rain. Yes, I remember chocolate rain. He's the, He's the goat. But, yeah, Jimmy Jones. That's pretty cool. I mean, Yay. Just, is he, he's going to be um he's gonna be in the suit, too, right? I, I don't think so, no. <laughs> That'd be so boss, though. Have you ever seen that, um... Was it Family Guy skit? Yeah, where he's like, James, I think we just want you to <laughs> do the voice. We just want the voice. voice. Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> I can um, do it. No, no. That's cool though. That's yeah. Jim, James Earl Jones. You can never I mean, he, get enough of him. He came back for the TV show, so I couldn't imagine him not coming for the movie. So. No, he didn't. Wow. Does he need the money? I I hope not. I hope okay. he's doing okay. All right, that's good. All right. So sticking in the Disney family, um, we're also getting a sequel to Wreck-It Ralph in what? 2018. Oh, boy. Is he going to wreck it this time? You didn't see Wreck-It I'm going to wreck it. No, I didn't see it. It was Why? great. It's amazing. I I just haven't yet. It's not it's... nothing against it. I'm not like, it looks stupid. It looks great. John C. Riley is my father. So I'm going to see it. It's, it's fantastic. I'm going to see it. It's so good. He's going to see it. It's better than Finding Dory. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know that yet. But the yeah, fact that the fact of the matter is, they are they cast 
they at least was this this is Disney animation, yeah. Yeah. Disney animation and Pixar, they both cast right. Like the thing that annoys me about Secret Life of Pets is that Kevin Hart's in it. Because, like, he's not... That's not a voice actor. He's just... They just well, wanted to see Kevin. None of them are known for being voice actors. I know, but Pixar, they pick people who are, like, good for voice... Like, they have... they don't You don't really think about when you hear them, but they have a good voice for an anime character. Like, John C. Riley or Ed O'Neill or Ty Burrell. Like, you... Like, those are... They're very clever picks, whereas, like, hey, let's get Kevin Hart and Ariana Grande and, like, just random names that really aren't voice actors they're just yeah but why does it matter if it, it that's what happened with the lego movie yeah and that that worked okay but at this but i just i don't like it when you cast movie stars in animated roles i just like cast the right voice to worry about that later like louis ck eric stone street those are good choices but maybe i just don't like kevin hart maybe that's read between I, I, um, i'm gonna go with the you just don't like kevin hart well does anybody actually like kevin hart yeah i do Ugh. why because he's hilarious. He talks wow. fast. Wait, just watch Chris Rock, and you're good. You're all set. Granted, he does. He's. I. I do. I don't hate Kevin Hart. I just think he's overexposed. He just needs to calm down. But he's not making the same movie every two days. Yeah. Because like he has that one story about I think from his stand-up where like he had to his mom told him to swear to his teacher that just kills me. Uh, it's a it's a stand-up bit. He was in Scary Movie 4, you know, and Scary Movie 3. He played CJ. It's CJ. I didn't know Oh, my that. God. I forgot about that. Oh, oh my God. God. Played next to that other fat black guy. I don't know what his name is. How does that make you feel, Josh? I will never watch those, so I don't really know. But it's... You it's see, like the best part. How does someone turn up dead? If it's Anna, Anna Ferris was in the first two Scary Movies, and I don't hold that against her. Okay, but no. Josh, you see, if it's, if it's a mouse outside, it's a rat. But if the rat's <laughs> inside, then it's a mouse, okay? What? That's one of his bits. It's like they talk about what makes a rat, what is a rat and what's a mouse. And they talk about like, it's so funny. What's it? Who is it? It's him and Anthony Andrews. Those guys are the best. They need to make a movie together. They're, <laughs> they're funny. They got great back and forth. But, uh, Cody, maybe you and I need to do a special Scary Movie 3 episode. Oh, Let's do it. We've been yeah. talking, that, that keeps coming up. It's freaking me out. It's so good, though. <laughs> so good. Oh, God. I hate those movies. You need, to give, you need to give them another shot. No, I didn't like them when I was 13. Why would I like them now? Because now you're not 13. Now you're older. You're I was the target demographic, and I hated them. <sighs> you drank the Kool-Aid. Those are great. Anyways, what's what's next? Um, okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So Wreck-It Ralph 2 is going to be amazing. Um, and then the last thing is Pacific Rim 2. Oh, boy. Starring uh, John Boyega and Clint Eastwood. Wrong Eastwood, Son. but close. Get yeah. off my planet. <laughs> Who's he gonna, uh, what Chinese uh, people is he going to threaten this time? They were Vietnamese. Well, sorry. I haven't seen that movie. I just know. Uh, um, but we have an uh, official release date, February 2018. Um, and we got Scott Eastwood and John Boyega starring now. So mm. I think it starts filming in a couple weeks. Maybe. I don't know. But I, I'm assuming it starts soon. But yeah, that's happening. So, what ha- what's happening to Charlie Hunnam? Not that I'm sad that he's likely going to be gone. I'm just I don't. Gonna... Does anyone care? Yeah, no. I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't. I could give a damn. They figured out that his American accent is garbage. Hey, we got to go over there. But it's, it's... we got to go. Are Charlie Day and Ron Perlman coming back? That's oh, the question. I hope Ron Perlman comes back. 
want Charlie Day more than I want. What about Charlie Day? (laughs) Don't you dare say anything bad about Charlie Day. I wasn't going to say anything bad. But why do you want him back? But now I I am. I do want him back. I'd rather rather have Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman is just a gorilla. Yeah. I know. That's why he's great. Well, so weird. He'll be in Harry Potter, so you get your fix. But I just want him in Hellboy. That's all I want. What is a Hellboy? I've seen the, I've seen those movies. A movie different. that's a movie that's better than Alien. Oh, no, fuck off. Dude. <laughs> dude. Okay, but come on. There's there's jokes and then there's just some things that go too far. And saying Hellboy is a better movie than Alien. Why don't you make well, a Holocaust joke? Hellboy, you're Hellboy, at it, jerk. Dude, Hellboy two is better. Maybe not the first one. No. You can yes, you can make a Holocaust joke next, Josh. You can make a nine eleven joke next. I've, I've that's done, funny. I've done many of those in my day. Sense of humor. How dare you? Oh my god. You tore the cheese off a of pizza. So what? God, I'm I, I'm physically sick after hearing that. I don't cheese. I get that's just I don't like it. Uh, Sorry. I like mac and cheese though, because paradox. But anyways <laughs> Pacific Rim two is a thing that's gonna happen. Yeah. Cause it should be cool. I mean Scotty's good. Hand. The first one was great. I forget, did you like or not like the first one? I saw it at midnight and I was like really tired when I was watching it, so technically I don't like it, but I'm sure yeah. I do. Watch it. Yeah. It's so awesome. I watch it on my big nice big TV. So that'd be fun. Yeah, it's I I, I, I was I was entertained by it. It's a, it's what I wanted the new Godzilla movie to be. It's what a Transformers movie should be. Well, to be fair, they're the the robots themselves aren't characters. Transformers are characters. Well yeah. It's not exactly the same thing. I should feel the way I felt watching that when I watched Transformers. That sounds like a you problem. You're you can't, if you can't get jazzed by Shia LaBeouf, then there's no help. Shia LaBeouf. Cutting yeah. the window, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's next? Uh, that is it. That's We're it. On to the, onto the, the feature. Yes, let's let's the move on. Let's talk. presentation. We should get that um one of those old movie theater. Uh, audios to intro the movie. That'd be Which fun. one? I don't know, like the old timey ones. Oh, not that one. That's bad. Oh. That's really bad. That's only at Cinemapolis, I think. No, that's at mine. Oh, really? Yeah, they have that at Regal. They play that at Regal, too. Really? Yeah. Huh, cool. But anyways. Anyway. Uh, let's talk about the BFG, you guys. The big fucking giant. It's nice that we got that one out of the way. <laughs> So, I want to start today talking about some Spielberg. Um, I'll tell you, this guy has got a future, but no. He's got a <laughs> so, this guy's going places. This going, he, Audie, have you heard of this uh, Steven Spielberg guy? <laughs> Buy, I'm buying stock. you got to buy some Spielberg stock. But no, um, I, so I, I saw this movie, and I just, short version, I liked it, but... Before we get into the actual movie itself, I do want to have a, a little bit more of an existential talk about Steven Spielberg. Because, well, to start off, when you talk about your favorite directors, everybody has their favorite. Whether it's Spielberg or Coppola or Scorsese or Nolan or Fincher or... Kubrick. Matt- Who? Oh, my God. Or <laughs> Kubrick, I guess. Yeah. He's... Whatever. Don't don't even get me started. Uh, you know, or these guys. That's fine. You can, you know, your favorite's your favorite. But you forgot Kevin Smith. And Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. 
He made the Tusk movie, didn't he? Even the Walrus movie? Yep. But anyway. So and it Spielberg, was awesome. Spielberg, he's like, yeah, you can have a favorite director, but if you like movies, if you understand movies, if you're a fan of movies, there's no other choice to say who's the best director ever than Steven Spielberg. Just in my mind, if you can make an argument for Martin Scorsese, but for movies as entertainment and as art, it's Steven Spielberg. He's the guy, no question, no no question about it. I've he's not my he's he's and towards the lower end of my top five favorite directors. Like he's he's definitely up there, but I I love him. He's the best, and whether we want to admit it or not, he's coming towards the last stage of his career, which is fine. No, it happens to everybody, but everybody's got to stop eventually. Clint Eastwood's eighty six, and he's making a movie. So <laughs> thanks, Cody. Picture of Tusk, the poster of Tusk. I love it. I liked the movie. Yeah, it's. I'm sure it's fun. <laughs> uh, but no, so he's he's sort of in the last stage, and I was th- I was thinking about this movie, and I was thinking just about the last few years of his career, and I feel like Spielberg's in he's in a really interesting area where, and I think people miss this when they talked about the BFG because he's going backwards in a way. Like if you look at his last few movies, starting with uh, Bridge of Spies, I guess. He's a guy, he grew up in the Cold War era. Mm-hmm. And he's, he even said when he was making the movie, he's like, I've always been fascinated by this era and I wanted to tell the story. And then you have the BFG where he talked to, he's talked about how he read it to his kids and I'm sure he, I'm sure it meant something to him as a young adult. And Ready Player One is sort of, I, I granted, I, I haven't read the book so I'm kind of only going off of hearsay from what I've heard of people, but it's a very, it's very much a look back at 80s and kind of 90s culture in a way. Is that right, Josh? Yes. And then Indiana Jones 5 where it's his love of movie serials. And uh, just kind of that old classical like Flash like people talk about the Flash Gordons and you know those little, those pulp little movies. So, long story short, I feel like he at, at this point, especially with the BFG like I said, people have, are not really thinking about this when they talk about this movie is that it's this is these are like probably the movies that he's always wanted to make, and he's always he's had the BFG in his heart for a really long time. And it's like sorry, but it's like you two releasing the, their new album about their about their youth. They're you look you're looking back to look ahead and see where you've been to see where you're going. And I think that's a really interesting part of where Spielberg is right now. And maybe I shouldn't like the movie more because because I I feel that way, but I do, and I and it kind of. Thinking about that sort of brought me to like this movie more than I think I would have if I just sort of taken it for what it is. So, uh, Cody, let's talk to you now. What are some initial impressions on the BFG? It was all right. It was fine. It didn't blow me away. It wasn't the best movie I've seen. I know I wasn't the target audience, and that's all right. I'm sure if I were a kid, I would have enjoyed this more, but... Mm -hmm. I don't know. There was just something about it that didn't click with me as much as it should have. There are some things I really did enjoy about this movie, but well, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. We'll get there. Josh, initial impressions. Uh, I really liked it. That it was really, really good. There were moments that I was like, "Wow, this is amazing." Um, um, overall, it, it's uh, I was I wasn't. I think the story and the characters didn't grab me as much as I wanted them to. But I mean, I felt the Spielberg magic. It felt very much like his adventure, like E.T. or Raiders, um, stuff like that. And it felt very much uh, like it was capturing the magic of stuff like that, even if it's not as, you know, 
you know, iconic or well-made. Um, but, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I thought the uh, performance by Michael Rylance and the little girl were fantastic. So, And uh, as I said, I enjoyed it quite a bit. This is, well, and I'll ask you guys this next, but I never, I never heard of this story for some reason. It's, I guess, Roald Dahl is sort of my childhood blind spot, I suppose. So... I can't. I so I came to this movie. This is the first experience I've had with the story of the BFG, and it was, you know, it's. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was very sweet. It was very sentimental, and it's. I think this is Spielberg sort of in his wheelhouse, where he's, you know, he's using. Yeah, he's using these big effects, but he's telling a story that he knows and that he loves. So, uh, let's. So let's talk a little bit further. Well, actually, for you guys. Have you had a previous experience with the story, or is this your uh, first? Nah, I've never even heard of it. Okay, Josh. I've heard of it. I just didn't know what it was, or I didn't know. It. I've never read it. So. Mm. I I don't know. I can't really get a, a big pulse on it. But is this a story that a lot of people have grown up with? Uh, a lot of people have. Yeah. Really yes, people that are me. people that are older than us have. Right. I've never heard of anybody who's seen it, but. Mm. Just it because it seems like it's a pretty, from all the reading I've done, it's a very well-renowned piece of like special children's literature, especially. And it's just I, I'm not I'm not trying to say how awesome I am, but I'm I'm surprised that somebody like me hasn't has hasn't heard of it until now. So I don't know. It's just it's strange to me, but I'm glad that I'm glad that my first exposure to it is Steven Spielberg because he can't get you really can't get better than that. It's, or somebody showing you a story for the first time, mm-hmm. but uh, let's talk. Let's talk about it a little bit further. Let's start. We'll start with the performances. So, the two main performances are by Mark Rylance, who Spielberg has done. He's did Bridge of Spies with this, and he's got two more movies with him coming out. So, Mark Rylance is Spielberg's new boy. It looks like, <laughs> which is a very interesting choice. But he plays the BFG, and then newcomer Ruby Barnhill is Sophie. So, let's talk about those two for a while. What did you guys think of? Their rep, their repetition together, repartee, and just their individual performances. Cody, sorry, you. Great, both of them. I loved. I liked both of their performances quite a bit, especially Mark Rylance. He was hilarious mm-hmm. with the mispronouncing words. I thought that was super cute. And and the little girl was just. She was good. She didn't make me want to die. So. Whenever a kid actor doesn't make me want to die, I feel like that's a a plus. They they were really good together. It really seemed like um, Mark Rylance's character cared. So I think it's good. Hmm. Josh, what'd you think? I thought they were both great in this movie. Uh, Mark Rylance, um, I think performance capture is something that isn't getting enough recognition in recent years. And I think this is might be one of the best we've seen yet. I think he's fantastic in this. Um, and I I thought the chemistry him and the little girl had. Uh, what's her name? Ruby. Uh, Barnhill. Ruby. Ruby Barnhill. Yep. Uh, she was awesome for a kid actor who's never, as far as I know, had never done much before. Uh, she's she's awesome in this. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought both of them were really good. I, they felt believable, um, and I, I loved them both. They were great. Mm. She was born in two thousand four. Oh my god, that's god. that's weird. I that's like offensive. That. We're gonna, uh, get ready for the <laughs> next few years, guys, because we're gonna be seeing a lot of that. Oh boy. Just don't think about it. Just don't think about it. But um, ninety-five to ninety-five for life. Woo. Um, yeah, no, I I thought they were. I thought they worked. They worked great off of each other. I mean, the, like you're talking about with the performance captured is I. It, 
a couple years ago, just with maybe, um, I guess with Avatar and the Hobbit, I wasn't really like, eh, I, I didn't really think it was that. I mean, it goes as far back as Pirates of the Caribbean with uh, Davy Jones. Right. No, I, I'm saying I, I never really thought of it that highly. I didn't think that there was enough of it to justify something. But between this and stuff like Star Wars or uh, the Apes movie that's coming out, I feel like probably in the next few years we're going to see something Academy-wise because there's enough performances, motion capture, that are stacking up where I think it would lend itself to an award. Maybe not like best female performance capture, best male, but just best performance capture of the year Oscar. I feel like that would be... Well, if Andy Serkis doesn't win every single one... True. <laughs> I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit the Academy. True. I'm sure they'll be very upset that you're leaving. Like, sure. oh no, one person's not watching this anymore. Shit. No, they added Idris Elba onto the Academy. This is cool. And John Boyega. Really? Is that it's like you... they're trying to compensate for something. That's weird. Yeah. I wonder what. <laughs> I wonder how that works. It's just like, oh, you're in the Academy now. I don't I feel like I would do better, a better job than some of the people in there. But um, yeah, no, their 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 chemistry was great. I thought Ruby Barnhill was she never she never quite annoyed me, which is I think the best compliment I can give to a child actor. And <laughs> Just I feel like, like me, yeah, I like the and you know I don't want to I'm not trying to pick on the kid from the Jungle Book, but she didn't have she's at times didn't have somebody to work against or work off and things to work off, and I thought she did a great job and. Maybe that just goes to Spielberg being a better director than Favreau and directing his actors better or something. I don't know. But as far as the kid performances go, I think she fits She fits in really nicely right by the kid from uh, from Midnight Special. And, uh, yeah, like their, their relationship was just, it was, like, like I'm going to say a lot with this movie. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. It's very genuine. And I, and I liked it. So, mm-hmm. great. Cool. Uh, what else you want to? Uh, so, I guess just let's talk about just the effects in in general. What did you? How did you guys think it? Uh, how do you think it looked? I thought it looked great. Um, okay. I thought, uh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I don't know. I've seen CG. I've seen motion captures. Just compare. I mean, it's not the best. Yeah, compare Mark Rylance to Caesar and Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Planet of the Apes, just, they did their motion capture so much better. I don't know if it's because they had a better budget or whatever, but I don't know. I feel like I, I knew. I, I knew that they weren't there. I, I think the thing is, like you, the hardest thing to create in CGI is a human being because we know what human beings look like, so we know if it's fake or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like he's basically just a giant human being. Um, but I thought this is probably the closest they've come ever to capturing to creating a cgi human being like person um as to make it as real as possible i thought he looked for for being a cgi creature he looks i think he looks incredible um and i thought the uh, a couple when you have like cl- especially the close-up shots of just mm-hmm. his face or of his hand or something those really impressed me i was actually convinced that for like shots of there was a shot of it's just his hand in the shot with the little girl and i was like I think they must have used a practical effect for that <laughs> because it looked to me, it looked really real. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they didn't, but right. um, I don't know. It looked really real. No, it's not. It doesn't look as good as like Caesar or something like uh Gollum in the Hobbit, but you know, it's it to me, it was really impressive to me. And I thought all the other giants for the most part looked really good too. 
since one of you guys mentioned it, BFG budget of one hundred and forty million, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes two thirty five. So it's a lot of money for that movie. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, I, 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 I would probably. I'm on. I'm closer to Cody, I think, where it the CGI didn't blow me away all the time, but it definitely they blended it really well, and that's the best thing you can do when you're not when everything's when not everything's all CGI. So if you blend it okay, then it works. Then if, you know it looks it looks fine. Sometimes things. I mean, there was one shot um, that really stuck out, and I thought it was kind of uh, iffy and kind of bad, was um, towards the end, spoiler alert, by the way, for the BFG. So towards the end, when uh, Sophie and the BFG go to visit the queen, there's a shot where he, like, walks up to the window, and they're standing in the window, like, looking at him. And it's yeah. just, that, that, that was the only spot that looked rough to me. But, like, him running through the fields or hiding behind the trees and stuff like that, I, that was, I thought that looked great. And interacting with the other giants, the giants especially were really looked really good. Um, See, so yeah, I, I but I think my favorite just scenes in general, as far as the visuals go, were, was um, the tree where they yeah. ca- catch those. Oh yeah, that too. was just that yeah, could have been was, a short film, and I would have loved it. Yeah, it was beautiful. That, that's that's the scene. That's the scene in the movie that I'm gonna remember. That's the one that took my breath away pretty much. So I I was really into that. Um. So yeah, let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about just sort of the events of the movie. So, was the plot too childish for you guys, or did it did it feel, or did it was it non inclusive? I guess is what I'm asking. I did you feel I, like you were left out of it, and it was too kiddie? I wouldn't say it's too childish. I mean, I knew it was going to be a very kid friendly movie going in. Yeah. I was, just, I feel like there could have been a bit more to it. But at the end of the day, it is it's a children's book. I know. Exactly. I know. That's what I, I was thinking. Like I was thinking like there was a point in this movie is about the halfway point of the movie. I don't really know when it started and don't really know when it ended, but I kinda got super bored in the middle of the movie. See, just I was kind not... of just kinda of waiting for something to happen, but they were just kind of putzing around catching dreams and stuff. The plot wasn't progressing. They were just kind of mm-hmm. hanging out and doing giant stuff, which is fine. But I feel like it was just filler. Yeah. Okay. When I think about this movie, it's kind of like you have some of those kids movies where it's like it's really not. There's not much of a plot until like the third act. It kind of just you just kind of deal hand, like watch the characters interacting for a while, and then the story kicks in towards the end, and they have to actually do something. To me, that's kind of what this movie did. I don't, um, where, I don't know if that's the case because they set up the they set up the other giants pretty early, and you, yeah, you, they never they never set up like what the problem was. Well, they're assholes. And they need to get rid of them because they ate. I mean, yeah, they did introduce the whole. Oh, they ate the kid uh, a little bit later. But I don't. I felt like it was a natural sort of progression, I guess, of the of the conflict. Because like, I mean, I've watched enough movies. Like, oh well, they're obviously gonna, you know, have a tussle with the giants at some point. It's just how. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely agree that it slowed down. But I sort of knew where it was I, I had a thought and I guess I turned out to be right of knowing where it was going so I kind of I enjoyed how we got there where I knew there was an end in sight so I kind of I enjoyed sort of hanging out with with Sophie and the BFG and I get why some people won't like that that's perfectly fine but for me it worked so hmm. any reactions to that I mean it's yeah good I, for I, you I, you're fine yeah. <laughs> uh yeah I mean like I said it's fine it's perfectly fine it's just I would have liked if, if I if I had more I mean, it's a kids' movie, so there's only so much you can have. But if there was maybe a bit more depth to the characters, 
I felt a little more emotional weight. And I, I mean, I, it's not that I didn't care about them. I cared about them. They were, they were fun. But like, if I was more like in, interested and invested in like them and they had a bit more of a story to, you know, go on, I, pr- I probably would have loved this movie because of it's, it's very well done. So but, what, what kind of story just so, and then Josh Needle rewrite. What what did you want to see? What did I, you I think the movie needed? No, it just needed more. Like I don't know really how else to explain it. It just needed to get, have what it has, but just expand on it and explore it more. And like, so like explore the dreams, explore the yeah maybe maybe explore the dreams more. Maybe go have a bit of a you know in the first because I felt the second half was way stronger than the first half. Mm-hmm. Um. Because the first half, they are kind of just meandering around after a while. I did like that it kind of just quickly, because within the first five minutes, she's already kidnapped by the giant. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't waste time, and I really appreciated that. Um, but after that, it's kind of just like they're just she's sitting in the in the house. He's putzing around. Yeah, doing stuff, and it's good. That kind of goes on for all. In, in, instead of doing that for about forty five minutes to an hour, do other things like explore, maybe explore the giant world a little more, maybe. Give explore. more people dreams. That was maybe, my favorite maybe, scene. One of my favorite scenes. Maybe mm-hmm. we can learn more about the G- BFG as a character or the little girl as a character. How he became friendly. Yeah. Like, that's honestly, that's all I would have really wanted mm-hmm. to add to this. But. I guess to to jump off that, um, I, guess, I guess for me, the scenes that you're talking about where not as much is happening, I guess they work for me just because... I just kind of liked looking around and experiencing this uh, this strange situation with Sophie because, like, she's of course the vessel for the audience, and I don't. I just I was interested to see what more there was to it, and I like kind of spending the spending or you know walking a mile in her shoes, I guess. So, and once again, that probably goes back to the fact that I'm not very familiar with this story, so there was I really didn't know. 100% what to expect from this. So from what I got, I, I, I enjoyed and I thought it was imaginative and it looked great and it was typical uh, window-lit Spielberg, you know? <laughs> typical Spielberg. Which is, I mean, typical Spielberg. And I I think, I, I'm annoyed that people, it's like, oh, well, it's not a very good Spielberg movie. It's like, well, he's made some of the best movies ever. So, yeah, I mean, Tim- this is still pretty great com- comparatively. Just, yeah, granted, it's not Indiana Jones or, you know, Schindler's List, but it's, it's eighty five percent as good as Indiana Jones and Schindler's List, and I, where that, that that just annoys when people when people are like, oh, it's not as good as what he's done. It's like, what is going to be as good as he's done? Just yes. appreciate it for what it is. He's I mean, peaked. He's peaked. He's made his good movies. He's just making the movies he wants to now, just like you said earlier. Peaked like, in two thousand two. I think. Like the thing is, I say like even like even his bad movies, they're not bad movies. Like even his bad movies are really good. Mm-hmm. Like. The his to me like his worst movie, I guess you could say is probably like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and I like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Granted, I don't love any of the Indiana Jones movies, but I think that's a perfectly fine movie. Um, so I mean, I it's perfectly well made, even if it has some stupid, silly stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, yeah, that's his probably you could most people will say that's his worst movie. Yeah, was... it's not. It's not the worst thing ever. Yeah, with directors like Spielberg or Scorsese or even Nolan, as soon as they do something that is not as great, I just it gets I annoyed I get annoyed when people decide to run with it. It's like oh he's he sucks now and this is really bad because Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is fine. It's not it's not like I said it's better than 
a lot of stuff that has that was out there that year. But it it's just I guess that's that's the curse of being one of the best people to ever do what you do is that <laughs> things some can sometimes if they're not as good, people like to make it out that they're horrible, which is their choice. Granted, as someone who thinks Temple of Doom is horrible, then maybe I'm not the one to talk ex- expressly. But um, what a couple things that I noted. Uh, I w- Bill Hader was in this movie. Was he? Was he? He was the he was the troll with like the stuck up hair. He had, like red hair and it was stuck up. Where that's one of my. Com- <laughs> I, I I can't decide if this is a complaint or not. But Bill Hader is so talented and I love him so much that to not use him as much. Really at all? Like I think he has like two or three lines. That upsets me just on a personal level because, like I said, he's he's the greatest of all time. Ooh. Oh, he's I love him. I really do. You guys got to watch a documentary now. It's hysterical. Um, I did. I watched it. Oh, you did? I watched the whole thing. Oh, we're gonna we're talk we're gonna talk about that in the last segment. We got all right. it. Um, it was very sweet, cute, great imagery. Was I? I guess. Talking about how I never heard of the BFG. I've heard the term scrum diddly before. So I, is that from this? I'm going to assume it's from this. Because I think it might have been from Willy Wonka too. So no, you're right. Like it a, is, it's from, maybe it's just a word that the author uses a lot. I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a great word. I'm going to use it all the time. The first, I, I just Googled that and the first result was scrum diddly vegan brownies. Uh, <laughs> BRB, I'm going to go smash my computer and just get, oh God, vegans, am I right? Um, and the last thing that is just totally silly, but it's it's something that popped up to me. Orange cats, man. Ginger yeah, cats. Yeah, I wonder. I thought you had a ginger cat. I thought you were super excited. I died because I ginger cats like they they make a movie great. Like the whole cat's super well behaved. Oh my god! So and it looked like I said just like inside Lewin Davis's cat and the alien cat. It looks just like my cat. And I was like, "Hey, buddy, what are you doing in a movie?" <laughs> I thought I thought the Lewin Lewin Davis cat died. Well, that's just something. That is, in the portions in which it is alive. Okay. Stop. The worst person in the world. You're making me never want to watch that movie. <laughs> I bought it on Blu-ray, and I want to try to watch it, but you keep preventing me from doing it. But no, uh, orange cats. Orange cats are the best, and I cried. So, uh, you guys aren't. Yeah, why does why does Hollywood like to do this to me? I don't know. Are orange cats that awesome? I guess they are. Just like uh, Harry and Tonto. I mean, brown tabby cats are better, but well, no. Yeah, did you not see the Snapchat of my cat this morning? I did. It's a beautiful cat, but ginger cats are great. They're orange and oh, they look they look tigers. But... Cat's looking at me right now, and she's like, "Fuck <laughs> ginger cats!" How dare she? All right. Uh, any final thoughts on the BFG, you guys? Um, one other thing I just need to mention, uh, no, Spielberg, he's as great as he is and as much as people love him, he doesn't get enough credit for how funny he is. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause he has, he has a really great sense of humor, um, in all of his movies. And in this one, he makes fart jokes funny. And I <laughs> awesome. really, I appreciated that. Yeah. I had a theater about 30 people and it was, it was, it was a pretty chill theater, but as soon as it got to the scenes of Buckingham Palace, just exploded. <laughs> And that, yeah, that was great. That, that was tray, fun. those trays of breakfast food that they brought. I the wanted AG, it. I wanted oh it. Oh my! God. There's this place in Syracuse called Stella's, and I almost went there just to like stuff my some face. Breakfast food. Yeah, like legit. Like when he brought the tray of eggs, and then he put, and then he poked dipping the to, to yeah. the toast and the yolk. Like I did, I did that as a kid. Oh my god, so good. Oh god. And the corgis, the oh little corgis. Oh my god. <laughs> also, Rebecca Hall was in this. 
Yeah, uh, I I don't like that she was wasted because she's really good. But yeah. is that oh, the uh, black haired was... girl? Yeah. Yes. From uh, Prestige. I don't know if she was wasted. It's just that's. She's so good. And she's not, she doesn't get well, enough not, good roles. Well, it's not like it took six months to film a role. She's I'm, on set for a couple of weeks. I know, but it's just like I want to see her get like because she's in the town. She's so great in the town, and then Prestige. Like uh, she's so talented, and I want to see her get. I the, want she she deserves to be an A list star. The gift. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, that was her, wasn't it? That yep. was her. Oh, God, she's so much prettier with long hair. I know. Uh, long hair, ladies. It's, it's good stuff. All right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. She wasn't in the movie that much. She didn't really get to do much, but... She was fine. She was very good with in Steven it, but... Spielberg. Yeah. That's... Everybody wants to be able to say that. Oh, God, she was in Iron Man 3. Oh, that poor girl. Yeah, she was wasted in that. I love the movie, but she was wasted in that. Well, so was everybody's talent. No. Ben Kingsley was wasted in that movie. Uh, Cody, can you confirm? Yes. 100% wasted. <laughs> Probably actually in real life, too. Best scene of that movie was the, the post credit scene with Mark Ruffalo. Were you saying something? I was asleep. <laughs> I was like, that was me. That was me this whole time. <laughs> uh, Mark Ruffalo is the best. Uh, all right, Cody, any final thoughts? No, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. All right, let's give it a grade. I'll start. Uh, I'm going to go eight. It's a very eight movie, just like I gave uh, Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies. Yeah. But I love it. I love it. Cody, what about you? I'm giving it a seven. Josh? I'm going to go seven and a half. All right. The Spectrum. We covered the Spectrum. Good job. Good <laughs> and for the fourth straight week, I have the highest score. This so. is a very cool episode of Real Flicks. Like, nobody's very passionate about this movie at all. I, I mean. Yeah, you're okay. You, you're up there. You weren't a fire under your ass about it. Well, I. I gotta cool off every now and again. I mean, no, uh, it was no conjuring too. Oh my god, yeah. Well, it's not as mu- not enough squeaking in the theater, unfortunately. But <laughs> kids, by the way, Mike, we talked about this kind of off the air. The kids in my theater were great. They were there was a there was a good portion of them sitting together. They were awesome. So go yeah. kids. They were okay. They're Love better you. than well, horror I, fans. We were kind of talking in the beginning, but they they chilled. Fuck up. It was great. That was nice. All right, let's move on. Watching. Reading, listening to, before we get any further, Cody, let's talk about documentary now. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad you got around watching it. My favorite, what was your favorite one? Oh, man. It was either Blue Jean Company or the first one. The first one was my favorite. Okay. <laughs> you want to see me You're dance? not supposed to go down there. I, want, I dance. You want me to show you dance? I can dance. No, it's okay. She falls to the floor. <laughs> and the no, cats... No. Another ginger cat. What's what's Hollywood trying to tell me? Uh, I really liked the one uh, where it was like the extreme cool ones. Oh yeah, where everyone kept dying. <laughs> the Vice City. Yeah, they they parody Vice and just they they get like three teams of reporters and and two of the teams are just shot in cold blood and they just killed. It's so funny. So basically, it's a six episode and you can find it on Netflix. It's a documentary spoof series with Bill Hader and Fred Armisen. And it's hysterical. I think you could probably skip the um, the the Frozen Tundra one, whatever that one is. <laughs> that one was they're making the movie. Yeah, I think uh, that, that was... one was my least favorite. But yeah, I mean they were all really good. I, I think the the most pleasant surprise of them all, and uh, Josh, I think you, you definitely got to watch the show because you'll you'll at least enjoy this one just for how bizarre it is. They go to this town in like Iceland. That have an Al Capone festival, <laughs> and they like get they get Al Capone's like great granddaughter, and they just freak out, and like these people dress up as Al Capone, and there's this guy who like wins it every year, and it's just 
his son is like, I want to go to the Al Capone Festival. It's stupid. It's <laughs> it's just really it's, it's surreal. It's silly. It's super silly. It's it's hilarious. But the f- the first episode, ah, I I can dance. You want to watch me dance? Oh, I could I could have married. Uh, I use these uh, my my old sweatpants as a scarf. <laughs> you see, because I don't have to tie it. It just it just fits around my neck. Easy. <laughs> she thinks just, all the delivery boys want to marry her. You oh. want to? It's it's, it's just you, it's so awkward. She <laughs> wants seen, to sleep with me. Have you seen <laughs> Gardens? Have you have you read seen anything about the documentary it's based on? No. Oh, it makes it ten times funnier because the What's it's it based. Called? Uh, well, Drew Barrymore made a movie about it called Grey Gardens. I don't remember exactly what the original documentary is called. But essentially, it's a documentary that where they found these two women living in this dilapidated, just decrepit house in on Long Island, I think. Uh-huh. These reporters, they were trying to find somebody who knew Jackie Kennedy. Because apparently these people are like cousins or something like that to Jackie Kennedy. But they found they're like, oh, these guys are fascinating. So they made a documentary. It's it's just a really funny it's a really funny show. Blue Jean Company made me kind of sad. It was very mellow. That was the uh, oh, that was the the band one, right? Yeah, yeah. That was just it was too long, in my opinion. But okay, I, they should stick to a half hour ones. I don't like that when they're like drones. Two parters, yeah. <laughs> drones, drones. They just all die. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cody. Do uh, any other highlights of the of the show? Let me just take a look at the. See if I can. It was a while ago that I watched it. Yeah. I liked how every beginning episode, every beginning of the episode started with um, Helen Mirren walking out. Oh yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> oh the, the I doesn't lie episode. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Which one was that? With the uh, the murder. Where Bill Hader obviously like set this guy up. And oh yeah. yeah. It. Oh my god, that was that. And made... everyone just hates the uh, Fred Armisen's <laughs> guy the whole time. Just so funny. Just, I know you did it, but I was I was over here. I don't even have that type of car. No, no. no. <laughs> it was so stupid. Yeah, the season two is gonna have seven episodes. First is a parody of the War Room, which is about um, the presidential race of two thousand or no nineteen ninety six. Oh, wow. It's going to be a focus on an Ohio gubernatorial race instead of a presidential, so that'll be funny. And there's another episode called Juan Likes Rice and Chicken, parroting Jiro Dreams of Sushi, which I've never heard of, um, which is apparently about a restaurant. And then another one about a parody of the documentary Salesman. So, Boy. I, I mean, if anything else, I'm going to go back and watch these documentaries so... <laughs> so I'm like, I get the joke more because I, I, so for some reason, I just sort of knew about some of the documentaries in this one, especially the first one, which is a very strange episode, uh, documentary that not a lot of people have seen. But I don't know, it was it was hysterical to me. Josh, I highly recommend at least the drones episode because that one's a little bit more um, universally known. What's the show called? Documentary Now. It's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Now will, an exclamation point at the end. I will look into it. Just watch drones. And if you drones. want to go further, go forward. Go further. More than welcome to. But drones is the that's the one where I think that's going to hook people the most because it's the very, very first episode is also very funny. It's so funny. Might be a little bit too meta, but I don't know. Uh, Cody, you been watching, reading, listening to anything else this week? Um, did I say Veep last week? Yep. Well, I'm still watching that. I'm about three episodes away from finishing the most recent season, so nice. That's fun. Um, what else? I'm not. I'm not doing it. 
I got a book. I started reading you another book called Diary by Chuck Palahniuk. Palahniuk. Palahniuk, the Fight Club guy. Started about 20 pages in. It's super weird. That's what he does. I'm into it. Did Bob show up yet? Bob with the boy tits? No, not Bob with the bitch tits. Oh, bitch tits. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Bitch tits. Meatloaf is the man. That's a great... The best part of that movie is the bitch tits. This is Bob. Bob had bitch tits. (laughs) Josh, what about you? Um, I saw a movie Mm -hmm. called Free State of Jones. Oh, why? Because it was either that or Independence Day Resurgence. Well, did you have to see a movie? Well, me and my friend, me and my friend were going to see a movie because we were going to go see Independence Day Resurgence. But then I told him it was terrible, and he was like, "Oh, well, I guess if we don't see that, what else is there?" And I was like, "All right, we can see this." He's like, "That was the one he wanted to see." So I was like, "All right, we'll go see this." Um, Resurgence Jones is not terrible. Um, It's not good. It's really boring. It's two and a half. It's like two hours and fifteen minutes, and it feels like it's like a year. Yikes. I felt like I was trapped in the theater with no end in sight. You could have just left. Yeah, I could have, but it was free. Um, I don't There's know. Even I, more reason to leave. I guess. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Matt M. That's what I'm calling it from now on. Matt um, Mickey Mem. All right. All right. <laughs> Matthew M. was awesome. Um, the whole cast was great. Um, everyone's doing really good. Gary Ross directs some really great scenes, but it feels more like a, a like a special you'd see on the History Channel. That's like in four parts, all kind of just thrown together instead of a movie. Hmm. And it's just it just goes on forever. Like he's trying to put he tries to cram so much of the story into the movie. Like you know how like you have the good. Uh, biopics that like focus on one aspect of a story like or Lincoln three like like how Lincoln takes just one aspect of Lincoln's story instead of just doing his whole life yeah or Steve yeah. Jobs <laughs> yeah or Steve Jobs um but this movie is just like here's the whole thing mm. just crammed into two hours and 15 minutes and he's trying to do so much that there's actually parts where it's like it's it gets through one segment and then it's like it's a photograph of like that event of the next event with like a caption of this is what happened next. Hmm. <laughs> and then it goes to the next part after that. I'm like, you could just do a movie on that photograph. <laughs> like there's so much stuff crammed into it. And it just like, it's gets eventually it's just like, it just goes on and on and on from the if director of sea biscuit comes yeah. the free state of Jones. Um, if, if you like, I mean, Cody, you might like it. I mean, it's a lot of history stuff that you'd appreciate. It sounds um, like you're just uninitiated. Just, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. Pleb, plebe, it's, plebe. It's, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Matt McConaughey, he's like, once he got his Oscar and once he did Interstellar, he's sort of just like, I'm gonna do this. I don't care. I'm just gonna do this. And now he's getting to the end of it because he's got uh, the Dark Tower coming out and he's got uh, a an an- couple animated movies. So he's just so in a weird spot right now. The so. McConaughey is ending. The reconnaissance. Well, not by not by choice. Well, I guess by choice. He's like, I don't want to be this guy anymore. I want to do some other something else. Which is good for him. Um, yeah. I I don't think I'm gonna check that out. What do you What would you give it a grade, Josh? Like a like a five, maybe a four and a half. I don't know. All right. Was love the answer? <laughs> Luckily not. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh well. 
Uh, as for me, just to kind of to round it out, I did watch a couple movies that I've one I've seen before, one I haven't. I uh, caught the Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition. Loved it. It was good. Was it better? Yeah, just by nature. It just it it moved better. The pay, it added stuff. It just it didn't. Um, oddly enough, it didn't really drag at all. Like I, I was watching the movie and I checked my phone. It's like oh, I've been watching this an hour and a half. That's crazy. It just, it does it breezes by actually. Um, so yeah, the, the pacing has definitely helped out just the rhythm of the movie itself. It's an improvement. I would see, I gave the movie an eight, right? Mm-hmm. I'd probably give it an eight and a half. I think it's, it's enough of improvement where I'd bump it up a little bit. Um, I don't think if you, if you hate the movie, like if you really hate the movie, you're not going to like it. At least it, maybe you do, but that doesn't make sense to me. I don't think there's enough in there that would say that would kind of help. That push somebody from like a three to a seven or something like that. I don't think it's that much of an improvement, but it is an improvement. So um, I'd, I'd recommend giving that one a look. Uh, Jenna Malone. Jenna Malone. You were the you were the chosen one. You were the chosen one. But anyway, um, so yeah, it's fine. And I also watched a movie that I've been meaning to get around to: Enemy of the State with uh, Will Smith, Gene Hackman. Oh, Have you movie. guys seen it? Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, Cody. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, it's fine. It's 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 a perfectly acceptable thriller. The ending is the what was the ending? I liked I it, but I it just like it just sort of happened. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Tony Scott, he directed it. Yeah, yep. there you go. The Scott's the Scott episode. S- Scott sons, welcome back to our new episode of the Scott's Cast. <laughs> Scott Cast. That'd be an interesting episode. Bring your podcast. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. It's. Nothing, uh, nothing really to write home about. I think it's it's just an it's a vehicle for Will Smith, where that's what the movie's selling, and I bought it, and it's you know it's good, it's good. I'd buy that for a dollar. It's like a, I gave it like a six and a half or something like that. But Not there bad. was another, there was another cat in it. Was it Ginger Cat? It was a Ginger Cat. Damn it! Oh boy, why is this happening to me? You make it sound like it's a bad thing. This sounds good. No, it's just it's just weird. They're just thrown at me in every movie I've seen this week. It's just. It's... It's I'm really glad up, John man. Voight is in that movie too, so I can look at his picture on Wikipedia because it's hilarious. John Voight is literally a serpent. He is a lizard king, <laughs> <laughs> and he loves Donald Trump. So it's just oh boy. He's Angelina Jolie's father. You guys know that? Yep. That's weird because she's like not ugly and creepy looking, but he is. It's like why are did you, you sure? Did you you saw Ali right? I watched like yeah. I guess you, just, you see. Did you, you see him in Ali? Yeah, his his makeup is so weird. <laughs> oh my I don't god! Think, I don't think it's his makeup. It's just his face. No, it's make. It's like completely like a freaking like prosthetic mask he's wearing. Like it's so weird. Hold on, let me act react with myself. Oh my god! Yeah, now I remember. Oh yeah, wow. yeah. I forgot that was. Ow. I forgot that <laughs> you forgot that was a thing Jeez, that existed. Please. But this is a guy who's in Heat. He was a National Treasure. He was a national treasure too. I, kind of like, I like the guy. He's, he's in. <laughs> that's uh, it. Is that the only he's thing in, that he? Uh... He's, in, he's in my award-winning sequel to. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I don't know. You do. Deliverance. Deliverance. Oh yeah, that's right. Rewrites <laughs> by Cody Redfield. <laughs> uh, he's he's a very strange guy, but I love him. He was in Mission Impossible too. Holy crap. Mission Impossible also or Mission Impossible 2? Mission Impossible as well. All right. In Transformers. Yeah. Wow, what is this? 
Oh, he's in Fantastic Beasts? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. A U.S. senator? What? It, okay. It's like place in the U.S. John Boyd and Ron Perlman in one movie. So, all right, let's just, let's see how that goes. But <laughs> whatever. All right, so uh, next week we've got a movie. Do we? We do. Secret, what is it? Secret Life of Pets? No. I'm... I'm Dude, there's guys, nothing. It, is there nothing else coming why out? Are you, why are you guys so? It is getting crazy good reviews. I Everybody's don't want to be the only grown man in a the theater again. Then take, take your. That was you have, weird. Do you, have, do you have a niece or nephew or anything? Oh, I don't. Just go steal a kid. Dude. Just go grab one. Oh have, my god! You yes, you're gonna make go. me look like a pedophile. Don't you have cousins or anything? We can oh, put my it to cousins are like sixteen. We well, can do go that with, off air. Just Let's stop it. arguing right now. <laughs> go with, no, we could put it to vote. If you wanted to switch to Mike and Dave need wedding dates, because I feel like that's going to be a happy medium. Oh, we can will. put that to a vote. Okay. Cody? Or we could do a special episode. I would not be opposed to that either. So, you know, uh, we'll have this conversation. Yeah, we'll have this conversation off the air. So tomorrow, next week, <laughs> you're going to see we'll something. We'll let you know. We'll yeah, tweet we're, it. We're going to see something from us, whether it be Secret Life of Pets or Mike and Dave or, or the Ridley Stephen Scott Holmes. Hour. Ridley Scott Hour. That one could work. So until next time, you can follow us at underscore RealFlix on Twitter. Uh, what next? Oh, send us an email, RealFlixPodcast at gmail.com. And as always, leave us an iTunes review. we love to hear from you. Uh, who's the worst? Josh is apparently after this episode, so let us know. <laughs> let's leave us a review of Alien. Just a yes, just tell us how much you love Alien, and you're good. We'll send you a, a gift card to Vivica T-shirt and a Vivica A Fox uh, T-shirt as well, <laughs> just because. But uh, take it easy, you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Aliens is better. Ah, why are you doing this? What's wrong? You're Stop. Not right. They don't, doesn't even have a cat. Does. Oh, it does. Jones is in that movie for he about is? two seconds. Oh. Maybe the director's cut. I don't know. Maybe they cut that scene out of the movie, but we All still right. on air. Not anymore. <laughs>